0: You're listening to Tech
1: Talk Central. Hi again from me. This is George Vulgaris. I'm here with Dr. Ioannis Georgandopoulos. Dr. Georgandopoulos is the research director at the Institute for Astronomy, Astrophysics, Space Applications, and Remote Sensing of the National Observatory of Athens uh, since 2008. Dr. Georgandopoulos, welcome. Good to see you. Right. <laughs> So, um, uh, this is a a peculiar topic, Uh, we'll talk about astrophysics, we don't talk about, I mean it's it's one of those uh, extremely interesting but almost exotic, I would say, I would dare say uh, um, subjects of of science, so why don't you just uh, go ahead and uh, tell us a few things about um, uh, your general work with your research group and your research unit at the moment.
0: Uh, okay, w- what the observatory does is, mm-hmm. um, um, you know, as the name says, is observations of the Earth, of course, astrophysics as well. Uh, we're dealing with astrophysics, and in particular with space astrophysics. Um, astrophysics, uh, as most people know, it has to do with the observations from ground-based telescopes. Uh, like those in Chile or Hawaii, but a very important mm-hmm. part, maybe I would dare say the most important part of astrophysics, has to do with observations from space. Uh, observations from space um, started after the uh, end of the war in in the 40s, uh, because at that time we had the, the capabilities to send... Uh, uh, rockets to send mm-hmm. uh, after that in the 60 satellites in space mm-hmm. so why we're we doing that it's a very expensive uh, hobby as you realize <laughs> one uh, uh, mission for example one european mission which observes x-rays is uh, xmm x-ray multimeter mission which costs uh, one billion so mm-hmm. somebody would say why to give this money there the scientific reason is that um, by doing that you observe some uh, Uh, window of of space that you do not have access from the ground. Mm -hmm. For example, you cannot observe X-rays from from the ground. That's because the atmosphere absorbs all this radiation and, of course, it rightly does so. Otherwise, there would be no life on Earth Mm -hmm. because it's Mm -hmm. very Mm -hmm. uh, penetrating, very uh, dangerous radiation. So by observing, for example, X-rays, you see uh, a view of a galaxy which is completely different from the optical. Mm -hmm. X-rays are produced by very hot temperatures, so you have a view to a very energetic and hot universe. Some universe that comes from, has temperatures of tens of millions of degrees, so it's Mm -hmm. very hot matter. So by observing that, and of course in combination with other wavelengths, you can get very useful information of, uh, of the phenomena in the universe. Mm-hmm. So mostly you get X-rays from uh, black holes. So these black holes could be very small. When I'm saying small, it could be a few solar masses, but they could be a few million solar masses. Practically every galaxy in the universe has a very massive black hole in its center, including our galaxy. Mm-hmm. Some of these black holes are active and they emit lots of X-ray radiation other black holes like the one in our galaxy is inactive is dormant and it's waiting there ready to swallow some star that passes nearby mm-hmm. and then it wakes up and it produces lots of lots of radiation
1: so we're lucky that it's dormant and if i understand correctly from <laughs> what you're saying right a bit yes yes <laughs> okay so all oh, right uh, uh, that was a storm of information i would say for uh, for someone listening about astrophysics for the first time so so, uh, again, if I understood correctly what you said, so we want, we, we take snapshots of X-ray radiation in the future because we get information about temperature with that, right? Do we get any, any other information from, from X-rays? Uh, or as a derivative, as a result of uh, what we get? Well, actually, uh, what happens is that, um, apart from the,
0: uh, from the temperatures, is uh, as you know from medical mm-hmm. applications, uh, X-rays are very penetrating. Mm-hmm. So, you see a view of the universe which is hidden. So, because it has the X-rays have the ability to, uh, to pass through large amounts of dust and gas, mm-hmm. you see objects which would be hidden, would be invisible in the optical.
1: So, you can so practically map, uh, exactly. uh, obtain different uh, exactly. levels of... of exactly, uncharted right. uh, territories mm-hmm.
0: in, in, the, in the universe. That's a very important... Uh, mm-hmm. A very important application of, of X-rays, of X-ray I astronomy. Mean.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, can you also? Uh, 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 this is uh, this might be a silly question, but do you also get information about like um, the constituency of, of the of the objects that you see, like what they're made of, or yeah. is it?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. That's uh, in order to do that, you do not get this information with images. You mm-hmm. do get it with spectroscopy. All right. And in the same way, you have optical spectroscopy. You have X-ray spectroscopy. That gives vital information about the uh, mm-hmm. the physical mm-hmm. process and the uh, the composition of uh, of these sources. What happens in the vicinity of the black holes? Without okay, yeah.
1: that's interesting. I'm obviously, I'm I'm ignorant. I'm trying to connect like uh, scattered dots in my in my mind right now as we <laughs> as we speak. Yeah. So that's um, that's uh, that's really really interesting. So I understand that. Uh, uh, you have been a member of several working groups and committees, both with NASA and uh, ESA, the European uh, Space Agency. Um, what is what is the current state of the art? What is the the, the, the current project that you're working? Let's say uh, we are mainly working with uh, a European
0: mission, which is uh, which is called XMM. Mm-hmm. Uh, you remember this one billion yes. uh, euro mission. But now, in the future, there will be uh, many more opportunities. Mm-hmm. The, the, a new mission is coming uh, quite soon. When we're saying quite soon, a European mission, it's 2028, and that's the Athena mission. Um, and that's going to revolutionize. It's a big mission. It has very large telescopes. That means large collecting area. And therefore, you can get an unprecedented, you will be able to get an unprecedented view of the X-ray universe through mm-hmm. that mission. Mm-hmm. 2028, of course, right. So we're talking about 13 years ahead.
1: Right, right. So uh, this actually brings me to my next question, which is: What is the the size of the, the of the Greek uh, contribution, both in terms of impact, but also in actual terms of how many people is the group at the moment, and uh, or the groups across the different si- institutions right. that work uh, with with uh, this project that we're talking about at the moment?
0: Okay, so uh, X-ray astronomy is. Um, uh, you know, uh, actually, it's a hobby for the rich countries, right? Because they have the capability to to send the the missions in space. Mm-hmm. So I would say, but it's uh, I would say it's quite nice that, that, that Greece has at least two groups that work in extra astronomy. Okay. One group is us at the National Observatory of Athens, and the other one is in Crete, right? And they, I think both groups are doing quite, uh, you know, lots of work mm-hmm. uh, scientifically. So that means lots of publications, lots of visibility. That that's very good. the 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 question is whether we can uh, translate that to more, uh, you know, to projects that are more related to the development of the mm-hmm. X-ray missions. Maybe that I have more uh, things to do with, uh, also with the industry. And I think that's a bet for the uh, for the Greek, uh, you know, space mm-hmm. astrophysics. That's. So
1: we- You're talking, sorry to interrupt, but you're talking about, uh, just to give a bit of context to our audience, because we had our chat before, (laughs) and uh, we had the opportunity to talk about uh, several of those things in depth. Um, So, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but now we are talking about um, uh, the technical bit of the missions, the implementation, if you want, right? Exactly, yes. Uh, I would say the engineering part rather than the science part of the project right so again if I'm translating again what you're saying um, if I'm interpreting what you're saying it's um, uh, Greece at the moment doesn't have a lot to show in terms of uh, contribution in that in any of those respects like uh, uh, being in a position to provide uh, in a way or another something that has to do with the implementation of a mission so Is this a matter of um, missed opportunity or lack of opportunity? So in other words, uh, do you believe there is room for Greek uh, teams, Greek companies, Greek engineers that uh, want to create solutions and to maybe tap into this uh, field and opportunity? Do you think there is room there?
0: i think so yes mm-hmm. I, I think for the time being you know for the audience to understand what we we're saying i think you know greece is doing very well scientifically mm-hmm. I, I think that uh, greece has passed through the next step which is uh, uh contributing to the software for the okay. because you know greece has uh, you know quite a large industry on you know software companies and all that mm-hmm. so i think mm-hmm. we've uh, reached step number two so the next step is to, to be able to develop mentation for these missions. That would be extremely beneficial mm-hmm. for the companies, for, uh, you know, astrophysics in Greece in general. That will put us to the next level. Greece has, um, uh, you know, Greece is a part of ESA, the European Space Agency, since 2005. So uh, we are 10 years there. I think that, uh, you know, the next step will naturally happen and hopefully it will be this step. You know, it's not necessary to have large companies. Yep. It's, uh, you know, we're talking about, you know, possibly small companies that will be able to, uh, to contribute to this, uh, this sector and maybe collaborate with foreign companies. Mm-hmm. And, uh,
1: mm-hmm. you know. I, can, uh, I can imagine that the two big questions that anyone who uh, listens to us at the moment and may have even remotely some relevance to the topic would be, A, what is the competition, if I decide to get into this game, I mean, if I'm a new company, will I try to participate in a project and I will simply get eaten by the large corporations that, uh, or not ju- just corporations, but the companies that are there forever? So that would be the first question, what's, what's happening in terms of competition? And the second question that comes into my mind is, uh, in terms of competency, I would guess, again, that's a personal guess, that um if you want to participate in a, a project, uh, astrophysics related project that's li- like the one that we're talking about, then you need to have track record. You need to have uh, build stuff that's directly relative. So what do you have to say in those two friction points, if you want, for anyone who wants to, to uh, get a jump on board? Right.
0: Competition
1: and competencies.
0: Right. I I would say that, um, okay, it's interesting that, um, you know, uh, Greece is paying a contribution to the European Space Agency. Mm -hmm. And there is a a specific geo-return term, which means that the money you give has to come back to Greek companies or Greek institutes, which means that the, uh, you know, the the competition, if you're talking about this geo-return, is mainly has to do, you know, in many cases right has to do with with other greek companies Mm -hmm. okay so the the other thing of course is that okay there is no much um let's say experience in the building of instruments for example maybe in the design but not in the building of instruments but uh, uh, the solution there is uh, through the collaboration with other companies that we mm-hmm, abroad, mm-hmm, right? Maybe bigger companies that they would like to um, have collaboration with Greek companies and exploit this zero return of Greece. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's, you know, I think it's, there are good perspectives there. It's, okay. it's, not, yeah, it's not that difficult.
1: So again, trying to um, slightly rephrase what you said. So there's still money in the bucket. There's still money for Greek companies in the, in the bucket if, if there are some uh, to go after that and b any uh, competency gaps can be actually um, overcome with uh, collaborations right? right so it's not it's not as a far fetched dream as it sounds right for for touch. someone to uh, to to get involved in projects like that okay that's uh, brilliant so that was extremely interesting, I have to say. Uh, even personally, I really love this subject, although I never had the opportunity to, to dive into that. Uh, that was Dr. Ioannis Yorgandopoulos. Dr. Yorgandopoulos, thank you very much for being today with us. Thank you. This is George Vulgaris for Tech Talks Central.
0: You're listening to Tech Talks Central.